Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Stories That Shape Us podcast. Today, I'm talking about management versus leadership. This conversation came, this conversation I'm going to have with you came out of a conversation I had with my son where he was asking me about a leader and some of the decisions that they'd made and whether or not, you know, um, being liked, I think, as a leader. And I, I thought about that and I said to him, when you're a leader, not everybody will like you, but their people, even the ones who don't, will respect you if you are a servant leader. If they know that you respect and care about them, then they will care about the, the things that you care about. They'll care about the not only the task, but the organization or your project. It will be, they will get behind you, even if personally you and, and them don't um, see eye to eye on things. And they're, they, I, I like leaders like that. They're people who have not necessarily led me, but in terms of, I'm thinking of one particular person who I trained with and the kind of person that you either like or you don't, but the kind of person that you respect because of her passion, because of her communication, because of her management of herself, that meant that even if you, it's, she's not your cup of tea, as we say, she's not your kind of person, that you're going to respect her anyway. And that brings me to the distinction that I have in my mind and what I thought I want to talk to you about today. Like, I believe that before we can effectively lead anyone, then we have to learn to lead ourselves. And that, that is what I saw with this, this person. They had such, such really beautiful leadership of self that they took ownership of things that they'd done, take responsibility was able to express themselves in ways that were very clear on very difficult subjects. The way they do that is so admirable to me because, and I, and I met her many, many years ago and I haven't seen her again from maybe the children are 16. I haven't seen her for well over 16 years, but left such a really big impression on me, impact on me uh, in her self-leadership. So she wasn't leading an organization but she was leading herself. And that is what I saw. I'd never seen it before. And I, I loved it because it showed me what it looks like when somebody led their self, not themselves. Now, what does that look like for a leader? Because I believe that there are people who can manage, but not every manager is a leader. I, I, I was supervised, I'm going to say, by maybe good managers, but not good leaders. Lots of them, they can manage tasks, manage people, micromanage people. But when it comes to leadership, there was, no, there was nothing for me to follow. There was nothing for me to, there was no, no vision that I wanted to get behind. Um, and, and that really brings me to management of self and even my own self as we, as we grow, that to be the kind of person with a vision that people want to get behind. And so, but I believe that it starts with knowing and growing you as a person, which connects with the stories that shape us because it's those things that stop us from learning and growing and from 
understanding the things that has impacted us in our lives that prevents us from growing as leaders and from hindering our self-leadership or our growth because we're so we so struggle to we so struggle with so many different things that we're not growing as individuals and then that affects that affects leadership so i was reflecting on it all, all this 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 whole weekend around this particular leader that my son asked me about and the communication style the poor management of self the poor management of emotion the lack of emotional intelligence and i know that once again the the experiences that we've had really um the experiences that we've had influenced those things when as leaders we have to understand our 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 trauma responses i'm a mom i'm not leading an organization but i lead a home with my children as we homeschool or as they're in this phase of teen years so pivotal this this the time of year this time of life for them that i know that if 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 i want them if i want certain things from them then i have to make sure i manage and lead myself in a way that is going to be something that is exemplary that they want to pattern and follow and if i'm not if i'm not doing that if i want them to have a good work ethic i have to have a good work ethic i can't say to them oh you need to use your time well when i don't use my time well so leading them means i must be aware and mindful of how i lead myself so that I'm not just telling them but I'm modeling what I want them to be. And sometimes that can be challenging self-leadership because sometimes it 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 can it can challenge us to always be always be on guard and it can, it can feel it can be hypervigilance as opposed to just relaxing into let me get to know myself, let me understand who I am, let me understand the things that would hinder growth and self-leadership and self-management so that I can work on those things and i can grow through those things so that i can be the kind of leader that i want my children to replicate the i can have the characteristics and the and the the values that i want them to emulate i want them to to be because everything that we do in our home we're planting seeds everything that we do if we if i'm saying to them you know when you when you when you do the dishes if you do the dishes well you'll also do math well or you'll also you'll also dress well or you'll also make sure your room is clean and how you do the dishes is how you do life and so i can't say that and then i'm not doing it so i have to do it and teach them and show them how to do it one of the things i say to the children is when you're cooking and two two of them likes likes to cook one is one is getting into it and i said part of cooking is cleaning up and what my my youngest stopped cooking for months because he didn't want the task of cleaning up as he was cooking and so for him the answer was not to cook at all so sometimes now when he's in the kitchen and he's cooking I'll go alongside him and when he uses something I'll wash it I'll wipe the counters down I'll make sure the sink is clean and dry and I'll say this is how you do it this is how it should be done and so he started cooking again after many months of this child loves to cook but he didn't want that task so I go in alongside him, show him what it is. I mean, he sees me do it. Show him how it's done. This is what the kitchen should look like even while you're cooking. And I know for a, a teen that can be like feels like work, but I want them to learn how to manage themselves and how to lead themselves. 
Um, and so I'm modeling that for them. As I said, it's not always the easiest thing to do. So if you're listening to this and you think my self-leadership is not as I'd want it to be, I, I am, it's good that you're aware that it's not because that's the first place that we can start to create change when we are aware that we're not where we're supposed to be. And if you're wondering, well, what is self-leadership and how do I do that? How do I, how do I lead myself and what are the areas that I feel like I could grow in so that I could lead myself in a way that was representative of the person that I want to become or the person who I know I'm supposed to be? Those are really good questions because we don't always know what that means and what that looks like. We don't always know how to manage our emotions and how to manage ourselves. And managing our emotions doesn't mean numbing it. It doesn't mean pushing it down. It doesn't mean avoiding it. It, it, it doesn't mean that we allow people to have their way. It doesn't mean that we don't have boundaries. It means that, you know, we respect ourselves, we respect other people. It means that we have a vision of ourselves that is really clear, as clear as we can manage to make it. And then we, we know ourselves so well that we work on the areas that we know are not as we'd want them to be. We can work on those areas. If it's consistency, if, if, if it's uh, persistence, if it's not giving up, if it's whatever the areas are that needs to be worked on, that you can understand them and you can be prepared to work on them so that you can grow in your self-leadership so you can be the kind of leader that you want to be. And remember, you don't need to be leading an organization. You don't need to be leading a big team. This is so important that you learn how to lead yourself and that there are underlining things that impacts our ability to lead ourselves, our ability to know ourselves. And sometimes in order for us to lead, we have to understand those underlining things so that we can come to the place where we can do effective self-leadership and grow into the people that we've always wanted to be, the people who we envisage, envisage ourselves to be, the person who God created you to be. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at woundstoscars.com.